Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget along with Buzz. Say hey Buzz. What's going on y'all? So in today's episode of Before I Forget, it's going to be Ask a Veteran. I'm going to give my cousin permission to ask me any question he would like to ask me about my military career. And you guys get to listen in. <laughs> so there's that. It's lit. So yeah, it's... uh. Your military career, first of all, I will say it was, it was, it started off very stressful for the family because yeah. it was like you graduated in June of 2001, you spend the summer with us, and then you leave in what was like August? Was it yeah, August? August, yeah. It was mid to late August. And then 9 11 happens the second week of September mm-hmm. in 2001, and then you get shipped off like, the next day or so it, it felt, I don't know if it was the next day but it felt like the next day they sent you to, to oh, no, fight no, the no, world no. everything happened and it just uh, I guess because you guys weren't really aware of everything that was going on and I really wasn't giving you guys a lot of information about what was going on for obvious reasons um, so I guess it may have felt like that but I left in oh, when uh, uh, June mm-hmm. okay left in June the first week of basic training was was around the time September 11th happened. Right. I didn't graduate from basic training until December. Okay. And I think December, a couple months later, I was in Kosovo. That's right. The war kicked off and we were supposed to go, but we just couldn't. We weren't allowed to go through Turkey. Okay. So we had people who were deployed and were on the border ready to go, but got kicked back. And that was back in 2002. Yeah, two, three, no, three. Okay, two or three, somewhere two, in there. Three. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, it was it was stressful. You know, that was like the first time I ever really had to worry, as like for my like a family member, mm-hmm. like knowingly worry, you know, and then be like genuinely like excited, you know, like when shit. Okay, he's back home, you know, to visit. Like, so he made it through a, a term. Yeah. You know, he's made it back for a holiday and we got to send him away. And it's like, oh, shit again. You know, so that was um, that was different because I was a kid, kid. 9-11 happened. I just turned 11 a few months before that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so, you you know, he's have he's going through this whole like we're at war and he's in war. And I was still just making it to high, through middle school and to high school. So it was that was and for my first cousin. That's a lot to kind of take in. A little bit mm, yeah. so yeah so like the flip side of that well you guys are worried about me <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this sounds like it's about to be some shit <laughs> no <laughs> i was just, i was living living uh i was fucking uh i was 19 in germany lit yeah, I was living the life of a fucking nineteen-year-old in Germany. In Germany, ah, shit. Learning, learning the women, um, learning the the how to be in the army, learning how to live in a different country. It was a lot of different stuff going on. Like, you guys were maybe afraid that I was doing something or involved in something crazy because it's army, but in reality, like the crazy part was just leaving period because there was just so much shit going on. Like imagine if you like clearly, you know, if you sign up for the military, you know, you're going to go, but like imagine tomorrow 
you're just in a completely different situation. Everything that you know is well, it's gone. supposed to happen, it, and now it's that. completely different. Yeah. yeah, not only that, it's war. Now. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, like, it's here. You go. Yeah, here's your gun. Good so <laughs> the the time that you guys were worried about me, I was probably partying. Oh, okay. I was probably drinking. Oh, that's that is actually really good to know. I'd rather you be doing that than you know. Yeah, but I'm sure. Just knowing because you actually ended up being deployed over in Iraq or Afghanistan. Iraq. Iraq. So we went to Samara, Iraq, uh, from 2004 to uh, February 2004 to February 2005. So I knew you you had to have done some wild shit while you were over there, right? Yes. Okay. So we could talk about it. All right. So, I mean, you know, we were always instructed and I never understood why until I got like became a grown person. Mm. We were always instructed as kids. Okay. When Tyree comes home, do not ask him no fucking questions. Like, what do you mean? Because I want to know, like, you know, what you, you you got a gun, you Mm. know, you you shoot people. You know, I I wanted to know the shit, but they was like, do not ask him anything about his time over there. If he. Gives up any information, information, just nod your head and don't say shit. That's what I was always told. Okay. And I didn't understand why until I got older. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, what it, what you do over there isn't normal shit. No. And then you don't want to bring that shit home. And you don't want to relive it. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want that stuff to be stuck with you. Yeah. By talking about it. You know, you know 20, 30 years removed, if you feel that you can bring it up then that's fine mm-hmm. but you know and i even and even to this day like i never and you can attest to this i never really asked you yeah no anything in that for that reason i was like if he ever talks about it, it's because he talked about it yeah no so, never uh no one from the family ever asked and anything that's why really. we were always told don't ask him yeah don't it's not like him. it would cause any crazy shit to spark in my head it's just yeah. i don't know why i wish that y'all would have asked then we would have known yeah, but uh, dead ass. That's what we were always told. But you know, you you hear the the you know, no pun intended. The war stories. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want people to come. You know, and then flip out thinking that they in the middle of some shit. You know, or yeah. just you know, just even just man, like I really just shot that motherfucker yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And now we're talking about it, type thing. You know, so you don't want to dredge up shit when you when you can just be talking about how we about to go to Knott's Berry Farm the next day. Yeah, yeah, the happy times, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's important that, you, that everyone knows, like, uh, the whole point behind this show, not this particular episode, but the show before I forget is for us to be able to tell our stories, you know, so Anthony can hear this right. and he'd never have to ask. He could just listen. I, he can ask me and I could tell him, but, you know, know. If, if something happened to me, all these recordings are here and he can hear exactly what happened with the people who uh, I was with while that was going on. Right, so. right. That's the reason. All right. So, first question. Um, at When you first got over there and you were doing your basic training, were you scared to, like, when it was like, fuck, this shit is, like, it's 9-11 is here. Like, were you scared to go to war or were you just like, all right, here we go? Terrified. Um, I was just like everybody else. Like, I didn't sign up, which is the dumbest thing to say right now. <laughs> Thinking about it, <laughs> I didn't sign up for war. Yeah, you did. Well, back then, right, no, in 2000, no, I that no. was like we were at the peak of non-war shit. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, man, in a couple years, I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna go to college. I mean, the first night was scary because it was basic training. These fucking people screaming at us and all this kind of shit's going on. But um, you sign up for that, so you kind of know, like, okay, yeah, it's not gonna be that coming. bad. Yeah. Like, it's 
that you those those are the things you know are coming. Yeah, but yeah. having the nine September eleventh on that particular day, like everything changed a lot. Like uh, they had some guys with live ammo pulling guard already. Like oh, these shit. motherfuckers haven't even qualified yet, and they're on the roads pulling pulling guard. Um, anytime a plane flew over where we were training at Fort Benning, uh, I guess it's now Fort Moore, uh, it scared me to death. Scared me to death, and they were a ton of planes, like jets flying over. And where where was this at? Virginia. This is in jo- uh, Georgia. In Georgia, okay. Man, I was fucking terrified. Every time I heard a plane, I'm like, man, these motherfuckers got a plane. They're gonna fucking crash one in the basic training because they know that's where the Ooh. people are coming. Damn. I was. It, everyone was scared, man. If they, if somebody said they weren't during that time, they're fucking lying because who the fuck has ever seen anything like that before? Ever. Okay. Up to that point in in history. Before you went to the military, had you ever shot a gun? Like just like once. Okay. Me and Dad went hunting with his friends, and get the fuck out of here! Y'all went hunting? Yes. Oh, okay. We, it. I shot a twenty-two, one of those fucking ones with the lever, lever action. Oh shit! And every time I shot, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like. <laughs> It was some shit straight out of a movie, like fucking <laughs> every shot. I'm like, oh man, I was scared then. Like I was shaking in my fucking pants, and then I don't fucking know how somebody had an AK-47 At hunting, the, the hunting, yeah. Hey, get how you live. I was there. I saw it, and I fucking fired off a couple rounds and handed it off. I'm like, I'm good on that. And that was the last time I shot a gun up until I went to basic. To basic okay okay so you know i'm like novice military guy so mm-hmm. what was like a typical day in basic training like what did you guys do okay typical day is you wake up in the morning i guess five thirty. um shit shower shave you have pt mm-hmm. so you're gonna go work out Whatever that entails. So you so run a bunch of push ups, sit ups, and this big ass fucking dirt field on the side of uh, where we were at uh, 219, Delta Company 219 when I was in basic. Um, that fucking field's still there. I've seen pictures. Oh, shit. Um, and we still had the old gray, the light gray uniforms for PT. Like nowadays, everyone's wearing these black ones with the, gray, with oh. the yellow letters, but mm-hmm. we still had the old shit. Um, soaked up water once Dated. it got wet. <laughs> you're fucking cold. Okay, so you're gonna do B- uh, pr- uh, PT. You're you're done with that. You get back to the company. You clean up, um, and then you get ready. Uh, you go eat. That's the fucking most important part. Depending on what size you were in basic training, they might send you to the eat more line or the eat less line. Okay. I was sent to the eat more line because I was skinnier than everybody else. I think I was 150 pounds going oh, yeah, into the yeah, you were you were small when you left. Yeah. Um, I think I came back at 180. Shit. So I was probably all just girth. It was just eating. Eating, push-ups, run. Two hamburgers for lunch, two hamburgers for dinner, run. Push-ups, sit-ups, run. So anyway. Did you guys lift? No, we didn't was, lift weights. There was weights. no dumbbells there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. So no, no, there was, there was no like lifting there. No, it's just the uh, calisthenics type push ups, sit ups, run. Basically, that's even what I would do to train my body now is push ups, sit ups, and run because uh, that's what I'm used to. But uh, so anyway, after you eat, you might go to a range. So 
Some days you're going to roll in the range in what they call a camel, uh, a cattle truck. Okay. So it's basically a pickup truck, not a pickup truck, a trailer that's hollowed out in the middle and uh, with some poles and people can hold on while you fucking while drive around. Right. And uh, that was the most fun I've ever had. Like one of my fondest memories from basic was going right around the guy. Yeah, because <laughs> we're getting banged around fucking singing songs and shit. And then we go to the range, which they call them the Malone ranges and uh, shoot or fucking shoot everything. Fucking M16s. Uh, we didn't shoot handguns. Somebody got to shoot an AT4. We got to shoot Mark 19s, grenade launchers. Oh, shit. Uh, 240s, the fucking belt-fed machine guns, 240 Bravo. No. The saws, 249s, and then 240, 240 Bravos. It sounds like a whole bunch of big shit. It's a 7.62 millimeter. Not millimeter, but uh, it's a big bullet. It's yeah. a big one. So As big as that remote. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking heavy duty. So firing that shit was cool, man. You Imagine... You're uh, getting to shoot and you're getting paid for it. Right. So that's cool. Uh, then either you march back to the company area after you shoot. Or you don't get a ride. You have to or go. you get a ride. Oh. You, it could go either way. Oh. Which is always Depends fun. Depends on how the, the wind blew that day. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's always a surprise for us because we're just drill sergeants know what's up. But uh, So we'll, we'll march back five miles and then clean guns because, you know, this shit you just shot is dirty. And, uh, mm-hmm. Get ready for the next day. Basic training was fucking easy. It was easy. So what was the hard part? Nothing. Oh. I mean, maybe being away from the family. Oh. But no, basic was simple. Oh, All you had to do was that. just do what they told you to do. Do what they tell you to do. Put the what? effort in. Yeah. If every now and then you, you might be in a leadership role, so be a leader. Like, don't be a dick. Like, we talk about that a lot on the show. Don't mm-hmm. be a dick. Right. Uh, nobody you're likes still that. people. Like, don't nobody want to hear that shit. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, just uh, don't don't be dumb. So, was there any like? I always felt like there was no like leisure time. Was there ever like at leisure time? Like, whereas like okay, like you know, okay, you get fucking an hour to just relax and hang out, or was it all business all the time? I think at the end of the night, we got maybe an hour to thirty minutes, thirty minutes to an hour to like write a letter. Um, I don't ever remember calling home, uh, but I remember. No, there was one night I got to go home because the drill sergeants would stand behind you screaming while you're sitting here trying to read this thing off this fucking sheet. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Brown. I am fine in basic training. They are treating me well. All kind of dumb shit. With them in the back, fucking goddamn, I'm screaming in the background. So, like, I, I didn't want to subject them to that. Right. A lot, so I'm like, I just won't call. Yeah, I wrote letters every now and then, but... Back when that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. And it's funny to see the letters that I've written. I think Mon showed me some of them. Like, oh, here, 20 years later. If you're in basic training right now, and... Well, I guess he wouldn't be listening to this. Uh, if you're about to go to basic training right now and you're listening to this, write as many letters as you can because it's like a time capsule for your mind state. Uh, and oh, you yes. get to read that later. That is good. Yeah. Okay, um, so when did, so you knew, you said you were in Germany and it was pretty much just, Party. hey, we're here. Parties. So what was that, you know, like where, where, what was the purpose of being over there? Like where you, you were deployed over there, but what was, what was oh, over no. there? So I was stationed in Germany. 
So when I before I left basic training, I got to pick where I wanted to go. So I could have went to Hawaii, New York, um, Colorado, or Germany, or Korea. You know, so we ain't going to Korea. No, I thought about Korea. Oh, at the time, like that's as far away as you can get. That's as far out as you can get. That'd be fucking crazy. And then I heard stories later on. And I'm like, thank God I didn't, because Korea, <laughs> fuck that. Um, I didn't want to be someplace close because I think I had Fort Irwin, which is down the street from here in California. Yeah, didn't want to be close to home. I wanted to be someplace where I'd have to put the effort in to come back. You like you have like you have no choice, but you can't look back. Like exactly. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here now. Yeah. So I'm like fucking Germany. Uh I don't I can't think of another time in life where up to that point where I would just be able to go to a different country and live there. Mm-hmm. And I figured it wasn't gonna happen again, so fuck it. Do it now. You may as well, hey. Yeah. And I'm here. Okay, so I guess that makes sense. Like I never thought about it because you said it earlier, like yeah, you were you know, you were deployed out there, but it was more it was still structured. Like you were there with the military, like you weren't just out there. I mean, yeah, I mean, your typical day of, of work was is like a typical day of work when yeah. you're in Germany. We got up and did workouts and we ate and worked in the motor pool or did some training. But we're done, but for the most part, by four, four or five o'clock, hopefully, can... maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, after that, you're off. You can go do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You can go fucking skiing because Garmish was down the street from where we were. There's a tons of places like mm-hmm. resort t- type towns and shit fucking water parks down here fucking if you want to go to paris you just fucking put a pass in go to paris for the weekend we did that all the time shit um that was another thing like in europe i wanted to see like europe yeah. while i'm there so i figured if i was in germany it'd be a quick shot to go to every other place i didn't realize how easy it was like to just do that yeah i don't you don't need a passport if you're in the military you just go so <laughs> Well, shit. I mean, for the most part, most yeah, places. Yeah. But yeah, just fucking go. It's probably a little different now just because... The world's different. The world is different. Yeah. Because I see that shit all day at the airport. I work, uh, you know, in the uh, United Terminal in LAX. Mm-hmm. And just even from the pandemic, it's just different. Just travel. Yeah. You got to have all of these requirements. You got to have these shots. And and if it's not within a certain amount of days... uh. You can't go. You have to go get a new shot. Yeah, before you can go. Type shit. You know, so it's just, it's just different. But um, okay. So, and that was just like when you say you were just stationed there. That was just like they had a U.S. post there, and that's where you were at. Yeah, basically. that's where I lived. Okay. Um. So now, what was it like finding out? Okay, now you're going to Iraq. What was that like? All right. So, like after basic, we know everyone's going to go to war at some Eventually, point. Yeah. So, like, we were already accepting that, like, we are going to go to fight. Like, this is what we do now. That's that's what the fuck we train for. That's what the fuck we signed up for. Mm-hmm. We literally trained to kill people. And now it's time to do the fucking job. So, you know. Uh, it was more just an acceptance. It wasn't necessarily like a... Because you had already accepted it. It was just now like, all right, let's go do it, basically. It was uh, accepting it on paper. If you th- if that makes any sense, like okay, a, this a lot is of sense. this is gonna happen, and I'm ready. Okay, and you get there, and it's and like, like fuck, we are here now, <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna happen. Are you ready? It's not even a 
maybe it's like it's gonna happen and that are you ready really just yeah. hit different a little bit somebody's <laughs> gonna fucking shoot at you and try to kill kill you and and you i'm looking at you yeah somebody's gonna yeah. try to kill you today today in 10 minutes in yeah. five seconds if they can in any moment any moment while you're deployed depending yeah. i mean well yeah man it can happen at any time you can get fucking blown up walking in chow hall okay so when was your first brace with like pulling your weapon and using it. Okay. Um I think the f- first time okay, well, this is a crazy story. It, I don't know if it was Mother's Day, but any Damn. day that there was a fucking holiday, we had fights. Had a fucking fight. Had a fucking firefight. So the first time I actually remember actually putting in work <clears throat> there was a guy, Nathan Brown. He's standing up in the back of a five-ton pickup truck, okay. big truck. And a bunch of other his boys are in the back of the truck with him. Mm-hmm. They're going on a patrol. These guys are national guards. Okay, uh, it's an ambush. They get ambushed through the city. This truck is open. Somebody shoots an RPG into the back of the truck. Nathan takes the round point, not point blank, but. There's bits of Nathan in the truck, along with other people who are injured because strap shrapnel. Um, we're hearing this on I didn't see any of this, but I'm hearing this on the fucking the comms in our tank in our Bradley. We're sitting in the back of this. Mm-hmm. So now they are shooting at us actively right now. At your tank. We are safe inside this for the most part. Okay. Unless they shoot something big at us, then we're gonna all die. But we are safe until that fucking ramp drops and we are not safe. Fucking there is shooting going on everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Like you can't even you don't see them shooting, but you can hear the fucking bullets over the top of your head. Yeah, you can you can see the dirt kicking up around you. There's fucking bullets and explosions and shit and fucking screaming going on and fucking craziness like and this is all just your first time like in a situation like that this is the first time i pulled my gun i actually actually shot okay i've been in other situations before that where we've been shot at by snipers some somebody blew up the side of a tank uh tank and we have to pull security on that um we get mortared at night and you know it blows up you know big boom but this is the first time, like you about to, you have to. Use we're gonna gun. see somebody, like we're fucking squatted yeah. up. We're gonna go fight. Um, so me and Sergeant Gill, I'm gonna use his name as Sergeant Gill, even though you guys know who this is now, rank wise. <laughs> like me and him and everyone else, Caldwell, everyone else in the back of the vehicle. I was freaking out. I know Caldwell was freaking out because he looked like he was about to start crying. Um. Sergeant Gill was looking at me and grinning like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> I just fucking looked back at him and just started laughing. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, <laughs> like I, this is, yeah. You can hear pink going on on the outside of the fucking Bradley. And that was like the most surreal fucking 30 seconds. Because once that ramp comes down, we got to go out there and do something. So we yeah. run out, that fucking ramp drops. Fucking hell's breaking loose on the outside. I pull up to the corner. I'm taking security on the corner while everyone else gets out of this fucking Bradley. 
Um, I see a guy with an RPG. No, not an RPG. It was an RPK, so it was a machine gun. Big ass machine gun. He's fucking low fucking toting this thing. Mm -hmm. And before I can start shooting at him, they told us to move. I told them, like, hey, there's a guy over here with an RPK. But we end up moving, and we end up picking up two random people, frisk them. We we cuffed them up with zip ties, mm-hmm. and we left them there. Just left them when it was time to go because they started to shoot mortars at us again. In the exact place where me and Caldwell were laying, a fucking mortar round landed. So oh, that's shit. the second time that day we should have died. The first time was it was an RPG that hit the tank that was an anti-personnel RPG. So it wasn't the heavy um, anti-tank ones, the ones that fuck up tanks. Yeah. It was just one that chipped the paint. Oh, shit. But it was exactly where I was sitting on the fucking Bradley on the other side. I wouldn't have felt it if it was real. It would have just fucking went right through me and that would be the end of the ball game. But we fucking cuffed those dudes up, fucking got back in the vehicle, drove away. And drop right again. It's fucking still fucking crazy fight. And this is this fight goes on for fucking nine, ten, twelve hours. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um How do you have that many bullets? You're not always shooting. Oh. Like I still haven't shot yet. Oh. This is yeah. like maybe an hour into this now, an hour and some change. I haven't taken a shot yet. I don't see anybody. To you shoot. can see the bullets going off. Yeah. Like Everyone this, else, you can hear them shooting and firing. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the people that's at? That's almost, not to cut you off, but that's almost like one of my favorite movies to watch is Fury. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Love that movie. And the reason why I like that movie, because if that felt so real, like even though it was like a story story, that felt like some real shit that would happen. This platoon that takes control of this tank yeah. and they become family in this tank. And the shit they see and do, that felt so real to me. Yeah. And there was a part in that movie where they were going through this field, and they were getting shot at, and they couldn't see where they were getting shot at. It was like, we know it's coming from that direction. Mm -hmm. So let's just shoot over there until some shit blows up. That is 90% of fighting off the top. Like, we are getting shot at from that direction, so we're going to go in that direction and find out who's shooting at us and kill them. Or capture them. Right. And then carry on with the day. Like it's nothing. That's great. The first time they actually shot, though, again, was that day. And there's a group of people at a corner. And I could see a fucking... Imagine you're looking at a corner and you mm-hmm. see a fucking face po- poking out like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's obvious. Like, obvious. This guy's going to do something dumb. He's going to do something dumb, and I'm fucking ready. I had the saw at that time. So I had a machine gun for people who aren't familiar. Uh, it Belt-fed machine gun shoots 5.56 uh, ammunition natal round. Easy. Super mm-hmm. fucking fun gun. If you ever get a chance to shoot it, shoot it. So I got to have that, and fucking I just sat there and waited on homie in the corner. And as soon as he poked around with that fucking machine gun or whatever the fuck, I think it was a machine gun, rifle. Because he was spraying and praying. I hit him. Dust flew off. Body drops. He gets dragged backwards. So that tells me there's more than one person. More than one person over there. So, you know, 
all kind of other fighting is going on, but I'm still going to watch this corner because I'm like, well, I know there's somebody else over there. Yeah. And uh, nothing else happened. I just sat there. Everyone else is shooting, firing. And I just got this corner where I shot this guy. I'm sure he's dead. Because mm-hmm. you kind of no. lit, lit him up. Yeah. But there's nothing else. Nothing else for me. So that was that entire night almost. Day and night, I shot one person. But that was like, it didn't hit me until later that night. Like when I got to go to sleep after everything was all said and done. Yeah, like, what you did and what yeah. was going on. The gravity of everything. Like, Did it ever get easier? Yeah, definitely. Okay. The first time, it wasn't hard. but just it was just cherry, basically. It was just uh, weird. Okay. It was something that happened. Does could you fall into? Did you fall into a? How can I say this? Uh, uh, maybe an unconscious security in it, or did you always? You were always on your toes. Like, did you ever feel oh. too comfortable? Maybe towards the end, which is the worst time to get more comfortable because, like, it's almost over and mm-hmm. you stop paying attention. But for the most part, no. Because it's not just me. Like, right. I have these people that I'm with. They're friends, brothers now. Like, we're family. And if one of them wants to get hurt because I fucking fucked off, I wasn't paying attention, I was fucking... You'll live with that for the rest of your life. Man, I can never do that. So, yeah. always pay attention. Okay. All right, so... Don't mean we didn't fuck around, though. Like, we I mean, would everybody. we would yeah. smoke cigarettes in the middle of firefights. <laughs> I mean, you know, when when thug is life. Okay. Um <laughs> so okay, so piggybacking on like your firefights, what was because you you had said it earlier, the sniper were the, were those more cause to me I would feel like those would even be more of the scarier situations, if anything. Because to my knowledge, don't sniper snipers. They don't have a window. They just sit there until they catch somebody and they can sit there for days and weeks on end until they, they have a bunch of different tactics. So the first time I individually, not individually, but first time we've dealt with a sniper, we were at this place. It was an ODA house. So it was where all the special forces, green break guys are fucking doing their work out of the city. Which was dope. Like, man, I tell you what, like, as a regular army person, to be around special forces dudes, uh, like, the guys we. That, that uh, taken yeah. Liam Neeson. It's guys. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, they took my saw away. They gave me an MP5. We were rolling around with fucking soft caps on and fucking minimal fucking gear, just fucking on the back of their machine guns, fucking on the back of these trucks, pulling security, throwing these rocks. It was a lot of fun. Oh, fuck. It was a lot of fun working with them. Mm-hmm. And the day that all that went down, it was at night. Of course. Um, they're like, hey, somebody's taking shots at us from the cemetery. There's this enormous cemetery to the east. I'll say, I don't know if it was the east or not, but to the east of where we were. Mm-hmm. To the left of our place. Uh, and I guess there was a guy out there crawling around the, the fucking tombstones. And every now and then he'd pop up and shoot. He didn't hit anybody. But just the fact that they're like, go out there and look for the sniper at mm-hmm. night. Wait, what? Like, bitch, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, 
<laughs> so you want me to go out? We already don't know exactly where he's at. Yeah. You can't fucking see him because it's a cemetery and the lights. Yeah. And you want me to go out there and he's just playing fucking uh, whack-a-mole? Yeah. Just popping his head up? Yeah. Just Now, nah, tell your mother to go out there. <laughs> But sure enough, here I go, fucking throwing on my gear, fucking going up to the top of this building. I was so fucking scared going up the stairs. Like, I didn't stop going up the stairs. Just got to do what you got to do. You got to. I'm not going to be no bitch. I'm not going to be no punk. Like, this is what we signed up for. Right. So I'm going up the stairs, but I'm shaking like a leaf, man. I'm like, man, he's going to shoot me while in the back while I go up these stairs. Oh, this this staircase was open? Yeah, it was oh, open. Shit. It was we were on top of a building, so he had fucking pretty clear view of the for the most part at any of us if he had proper uh, scope. Even he didn't even need a scope if it, if it was a good shot. I mean, we're there. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we're you know neck up, like name tape definitely down mm-hmm. uh, for for protection, and we have rifles up. We're not standing there just on top of the building. We're like, like hey, hey. yeah, no, <laughs> no, we're down, but. Like, just the fact that, like, in he my can, head... He can see you, you can't see him. Yeah. Yeah. And in my head, like, like I'm saying, going up those stairs, I was picturing just fucking that bullet just fucking ripping right through my fucking vest, right through my spine. Well, they say if, if you if you hear or feel the bullet, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah. Or no, if you hear the bullet, it wasn't meant for you. Yeah. But, you know, nobody got shot, but it was just the fact that we are looking for a guy who's trying to kill us. Did you guys ever see him, or he just the shooting stopped and y'all went on a? I think it just stopped. Okay, so he didn't want to play no more, so we went back in the house and we went back to what we were doing, either working out or sleeping or eating. Wow, and I think that's the kind of like hearing about this. That's like the trippiest part about it. It's like, all right, well, he ain't shooting at us no more. Let's go back and play cards. Yeah, like that's some wild shit to kind of. I mean, with us, we're going to go find them normally, but yeah. we were working with these F- SF guys, so we couldn't. We're their security. Okay. We, we couldn't go out and really fuck do. around. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. So. But um, anytime, any other time, somebody's shooting at us, we're going to go get them. And you normally got them? Normally. Okay. I say like 80% of the time. Sometimes yes. they got away. There was one that got away from me, and then he didn't get away from my friend, boy. Who? <laughs> Man, so <clears throat> tell that story. So, this is towards the end of the deployment. We're at the place where we call the the OK Corral because there's always gunfights, always shooting. It's this big square, and fairly large dirt area. Mm-hmm. Imagine like uh, a, a a block of a of a street hollowed out, and it's just fucking flat dirt, and you know, like some real cowboy west type shit. Yeah. There's a long road that goes along the one side and another one that goes along the other. It's a perfect squared off area. And uh, every day somebody would shoot at us one way or another, fucking around the corner. One of our guys got grazed in the back by a bullet. Crazy shot. Grazed. Um, same fucking assholes, we think. Mm-hmm. So one day I'm fucking eventually uh, I'm a Bradley gunner, which was cool. I didn't I didn't have to walk around anymore. I'm the fucking Bradley or you just driving? I'm not, I'm rolling. I'm not driving. I'm gunning. Oh, you you're there on the back of the uh, on top. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, me and Sarm Baggett, and I believe it's Dougie Fresh, Dougie Douglas. Uh, we're sitting at this in this field, and uh, I'm sitting here scanning. You know, Sarm Baggett's hanging out on top, fucking talking to kids or something, or doing some shit. 
I'm scanning, scanning. And then all of a sudden at the corner, there was nobody. I'm scanning, scanning. I come back. At the corner, there's a guy with a fucking RPG pointed straight at us. Straight at us. Oh, shit. Like, I had a fucking, about a half a second to scream, RPG, get down. Before he shot off. While he's still dangling up here, before I I started blasting away with the fucking, I don't know if it was, I think I went 25 millimeter. Yeah, it was boom, boom. Okay, so it was 25 millimeter fucking Mm -hmm. rounds I'm shooting at him. It's blowing up the corner. I don't know how. I mean, I know how now. Uh, I didn't laze him. Mm-hmm. I missed him. Motherfucker got away. It was like the the most angry I was for not killing a person. <laughs> uh, a few days later, um, we rotated Love, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's Love is on the Bradley, on the same corner. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker shows up again. Fucking same thing. Pokes around. RBG on his shoulder. Love fucking... Blew his ass to pieces. Shit. Pieces. Like from the torso down. He has cock and balls still. But the the fucking bones of the thighs were sticking out. Legs were gone. Um, he still had a grip on his fucking RPG. He had a... I forget what color. Um, one of these kind of material around him. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, red. It was red. And... Um, was it, red, his, was it red or was it blood? It was, it was red from it was red and white, but like um, the look on his face, he's dead. But the look on his face while he's still holding his fucking RPG was like shock. He's still he's like he's just that was it. Mouth Damn. wide open, eyes open, and he's dead. Like I couldn't imagine. Like personally, those motherfuckers are ballsy as fuck. I mean, you're shooting. At the U.S. military, you gotta have balls. Yeah, like, like I, I always say, like I understand people. Like I would, I would probably fight too if people came to my country and started shooting. So I got no beef with Iraqis and all that kind of shit. Yeah, but um, what makes you get up in the morning and <laughs> think that you're getting ready. and be like, you know what? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, I'm gonna do today. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm going to shoot like at I've, the fucking military. Yeah, the people who've been training for this for years and years, you decided that you wanted to get an RPG and fucking shoot at this tank. You can't be surprised by the fucking results. What, what, did, what did he say on the tank? Good luck. Yeah. He was <laughs> splattered everywhere. Um, That's crazy. So that night was even more weird because we had to pull security on him until, I don't know, this might be a ward crime. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, we were advised by someone that the body of this individual, the pieces of it anyway, mm-hmm. were going to be picked up by their morgue. Because there was an RPG there, it was live round, mm-hmm. we couldn't leave it. We had to stay there. And we had to basically guard it until these fucking uh, morgue guys showed up. During the period of this night... uh. We watched a dog eat some of the body. Oh, shit. Uh, like, drag off body parts. Um, later, when eventually, when they showed up, the fucking guys were fucking disgusted. Like, mm-hmm. this guy's body was fucking obliterated. And they're like, why'd you do him like that? And I'm like, look what the fuck he's carrying. Like, right. It's either me or him. And I was ready. I, I, he, I was ready. He wasn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, not to say, you know, 
I was saying this, but I was thinking yeah. this in the head. Like, what the fuck? Why would why would you even question that? Like, what, uh, we didn't just stand over him and do this. He, we were minding our business, and he yeah. pulled up, and that's mm-hmm. what happened when you pull up. That's what he decided to do. That's how he decided to die that day. Right, and that was it. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, outside of your first time using your weapon. What was the closest you came to maybe possibly the end? Hmm. Or just a time where you felt like, fuck, that was close. There was a couple of different times. So there was once a time where me and Kevin, the guy who I do the show with. Uh, Big Kev. We were going through this alley and the way we were separated from everyone else, I thought that something was going to happen with one of us. Mm-hmm. Like either I was going to get shot or he was going to get shot. or we we're going to have to drag us back to this fucking Bradley. Um, and that was the first day with a new Lieutenant. So that was weird. Um, what were you guys like on patrol and you got separated from the group? Not really separated. It was just, uh, this group's going to go over here and oh. you guys are going to go over here. But, Eventually, it whittled down to just us two. I don't remember how. We weren't even in the same team squad. It was like, imagine like a, a Laker playing with a with person the on the blue, Bulls yeah. there. Um, I mean, we know what to do. Mm-hmm. We could work together, but it's just weird. And okay. um, that was another time where it was a guy with an RBG around a bunch of people um, around a corner. And I think that was like a butt pucker moment. Our, I mean, IEDs are always bad. Like That's their shit that's in the road, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. always bad. Like There ain't shit you can do about that. Like, if you go, you go. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest... I've, oh, okay. The, the, they, the closest I've ever had where I'm like, I'm probably going to die tonight was we got told that they, we had to go get this Quran uh, from this house. And it was like a big deal. So we were all rolling up and over there. And sure enough, it's an ambush. And they start shooting. And me and my friend Caldwell, we end up in this hole. And uh, a bunch of really crazy things happened that night. One, somebody shot a fucking rocket right over the top of us. Like, I could jump up in the air and slap it. That's how close it was. That's how close it was. It's a fucking terrifying sound. Um, And that night also, I shot a guy who maybe I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It's kind of on the on the edge, on the fence there. Like, a bunch of people outside shooting, and you're riding around on a bike. Like, either you're spotting or you're about to pull up something. And I thought he was fucking pulling up a gun, so dropped him. Mm-hmm. But all for a book. I mean, it's their Bible. That's, I guess it's an important thing, but there's just a lot of shit. A lot of crazy things that happen in one night that you would never fucking, you never believe it. Like, right. I can tell you everything that happened step by step and you'd be like, no fucking way. Like, why would you guys even do that? That's dumb. Like, but we were there and we had those kind of days. So mm-hmm. that is that. I'm sorry for the screaming. Sounds if like the Niners are winning. Yeah, they're watching the Niners game. So, <laughs> sounds like the Niners are doing pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so last question. Um, was it more... If you had to go back and do it over again, would you have rather just done like the easier road, like the 
you know, do your basic training, uh, be deployed somewhere, like, you know, just as a, at a base for your four years and then come back, or you appreciated the time that you spent. I wouldn't necessarily appreciate it, but it, it was, was it all worth it to go and fight in a fight war, mm. even with the crazy wow shit that you had to endure over there? Yeah. Does it, does does that change Tyree the person or is that still that was who you were had to be at that time and now you're somebody else now? That's a good question. Um, I think that you are a different person in the middle of that because you have to. Mm-hmm. But you're always that person. It's always there. You just have to have a reason to have that person come out. You probably Everybody probably has that person until it, it gets unlocked. Yeah, exactly. Um, some people can put it away and some people can't. Um, personally, I could always put it away. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a thing where I'm like, you had an on and off switch. All right, yeah. Uh, now I'm back with my family. I'm cool now. And then, yeah. all right, when, when, when I put this helmet back on, I put this vest back on, it's all right. Let's yeah. press a blink. Yeah. That, that's, again, you accept that. It's mm-hmm. you, you join the army. I've never, I've never played Navy. I've never played Air Force. I've played Army. Mm-hmm. Like fucking, if I'm going to play the Army, I'm going to do Army shit. Right. I'm going to be an infantryman. I'd never change that. I would never change that. Okay. I think if Anthony wanted to join the military, I know I couldn't tell him anything different. But you'll be right behind him. I'd tell him, if you're going to join the Army or any military, like join it. Don't fucking have acid because... They're not going to half-ass you. They're going to fucking chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, they don't so, eat a shit. Yeah, so go for uh, go for it. Don't fucking, don't hang back. Okay, respect, respect. Yeah, yeah I've always, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we didn't get into everything. You know, I'd love to come back and do a part two to this just to ask more questions and see about just, like, you know, detailed shit mm-hmm. and detailed missions, the shit that y'all did. People that you came across, like people that have, you know, uh, what what they call like uh, Schaefer. <laughs> we just know him as Schaefer. Yeah, but that's not even his real name. We just know him as Schaefer. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yeah, you know, because I'm pretty sure it's that kind of shit has happened. You know, we're you know, that guy. You'd be surprised. Like that stuff doesn't really happen. We're around our really? guys. Like, oh, it's just just you guys. Yeah, it's oh, us. Yeah, like, you know? The people that we're around, the squad. That's just that's who you are around for the next year. Like, uh, unless something bad happens where you get swapped out. I got a question real quick. Okay. And I've always wondered this. What does like the name mean? Like the 122nd infantry or 126. What? Cause there's like these numbers, but what do they mean? Okay. All, like different. It's shit. just like, a. it's not a complicated thing. So I was in first infantry division. Okay. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean that's one of the 126. That's just the division that I was in of this corps, which is fifth corps. I don't know. It, it breaks down into a bunch of weird different things, but mm-hmm. the numbering is always some from some old shit way back in the day. Like this is the first of the 25th infantry and then the first of the 26th infantry all split up in different places. So okay. there was where we were, there were a bunch of different infantry companies or units. There was 118 it was 126 that it was us. Um, 
maybe there was just two. But there were still other people in other units around too. Like it just wasn't us there. It was it was a lot of people. Yeah. I always wondered that because people they'll say like, Oh yeah, I was from the one oh seventh. Oh yeah, I was from the one twenty sixth. And they'll know exactly where that said. So like, oh damn, okay, so what's you know, what's the Yeah. You know, this the significance behind that. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, and honestly I got that from the first Captain America. <laughs> so, yeah. He was in one twenty six. He was in the one twenty yeah, yeah. He, he was a blue spader. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's and that's where I got and that's some real shit. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it's uh, uh I just always wanted that. Like there's there's actual meaning and that you could just say I was from the one like you don't have to say the whole name. You could just be like hey, I was from the one hundred six and they'll know exactly what that is. Yeah. So that's I've always wanted that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, th- uh, thanks for having me. Like I said, I'd love to come back and do a part two just to get some details on just some missions and shit, just to know. Yeah, like how can, that went down. We could do that. But yeah, um, that was that. Was, this was dope. I appreciated that, cousin. All right, cool, man. Thank you for asking me questions. Like I say, I don't get to ask, uh, be asked a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. A lot of times here lately, it's just me doing this. So right, it's nice. So on that note, we'll end the show. Everybody, thank you for listening to. Before I forget, please like, listen, share, and subscribe. Uh, sh- Hey, and also, we have a new show uh, called The Mighty. It's an automotive show. Please check that out. Um, It's all on the same channel. So if you download one, you're probably going to download the other. Give it a listen, man. If you're you're into cars, just chatting about it, you'll love it. And uh, this will continue, and uh, we'll see you later. All right. Deuces, y'all. Good. That was a good combo.